Hello, my name is Nick. I'm one of your many hosts for the Pub Trotters Pubcast, a hopefully monthly pubcast where we explore the bizarre and brilliant world of beer and the excellent pubs that serve it. We are not beer writers or experts, we're just a bunch of friends who meet up every month or so to explore the wonderful and weird world of pubs and beer, both in the UK and abroad, and we call ourselves Pub Trotters. We thought it might be a laugh sharing our stories and experiences with you. From one group of non-beer experts to another, let's go pub driving. Hello, everyone, and welcome to um, our digital virtual Pub Trotters podcast. Uh, this is arguably the first one of these, but I think this is episode 10 in total. We're doing some more back. Um, with me today as co-hosts, uh, we have Sonia. Hi, Sonia. Hello. And Mark. Hi, Mark. Sup. Um, yeah, so, you know, bear with us. This could be a technical nightmare or digital wizardry. Um, we will find out uh, as we go. Um, but yeah, so great to see everyone. How, how, how are you both doing? Mark, what have you been up to since in the last few months? How's lockdown treating you? Last few months, I'm not sure I can remember before March. I'm not sure many people can now. Um, lockdown's treating me all right. Work's pretty chaotic, but that's nothing new. Um, we've uh, got a lot closer with our neighbours. Uh, we have a small back garden living in London. Uh, that you can see down three or four houses. We quite consistently um, get quite drunk with them in the garden. Uh, so replicating a real pub with a, a patio, um, which is probably the most middle-class thing I'll ever say. But um, yeah, it's been, it's been nice to um, see real faces. As lovely it is to see you guys digitally. Um, there's something different about seeing people in 3D. Sonia, how's your lockdown going? It's all right. Um, I have to say, I'm not suffering as much as I expected to. Um, normally, I don't like working from home, so I thought, oh, it's going to be an absolute nightmare. But actually, it's not being too bad. At least I'm finding a bit of time every weekend to do things I normally don't have time to do. Um, so that's quite nice. But I quite miss seeing people in real life. And I had already quite a few long weekends cancelled. I don't know when I'm going to be able to go back to Milan to visit family and friends. So that's a bit annoying, but I'm still in good health, uh, touching wood. I still have a job, so I should not complain too much. What about Nick, you? Um, yeah, very well, thank you. Similarly, um, not suffering as bad as I thought I would be. I think it's, it's just obviously just massively interesting uh, sort of yeah dealing with things differently as we all are having to do um but yeah quite well works really busy um and very 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 much missing the pub um not so much the sense of uh you know beer because i feel like if anything i'm probably drinking more now than i did before uh lockdown um but actually like the atmosphere of being around people um, and this, this, you know, this podcast will sound a bit different to people because we usually do it in a pub, and you can hear people in the background. Whereas it'll be, it's, we're all in our little lockdown, physical distancing spaces at the moment. Um, but yeah, it's been alright. I guess one highlight that we did, uh, that I did for pub trotters as well. Uh, I don't know if you, either of you two, took part in um, Beer Fifty Two's Cyberfest, the first virtual. Um, was it what they call it for this virtual beer festival um but we did a well, i did a short video for them talking about how to play pub games um in um in a virtual capacity yeah uh, which is obviously a lot 
some of them work some of them are you have to put some planning into it um but yeah so that was fun i didn't take part although i did watch some of the videos of it as well and i mean i'm sure they'll be the first to admit this they had quite a lot of technical difficulties um but yeah that was it was fun to be part of that i guess as well and mark tell me you were saying earlier that you've been kind of which sounds really nice um you've been having drinks with your neighbors in the back garden because you've all got yeah. i imagine you must all have low fences or low whatever so you can see each other yeah tell we even managed uh, a social distancing barbecue the other week um which involved us nominating my neighbor um to do the barbecuing and then keeping an appropriate distance um we've well um we've known them quite well for the last couple of years um but it's nice, like our immediate next door neighbor, um, she lives on her own and there are a couple of other um, couples, but it's just nice to have that kind of physical contact and to, to step away from a screen. Um, though I feel I would be yes. uh, remiss from mentioning that my uh, birthday happened very, very early on in lockdown. Um, I, although I hadn't planned anything, uh, Nick organized people to, uh, well, to, print faces of mine um, or draw faces of mine, which turned into a, a very disturbing yet very sweet happy birthday. Um, and that then comes up quite often every time I'm on a Zoom call with someone when they discover my face somewhere in their house. Um, which, I, you know, one of the things I'm looking forward to when this is over is being able to use them both to disturb my girlfriend, but also to see what happens if I just leave them around the office. You know, just Mark's always watching you. See if it changes the behavior of my team that was a lot of fun um that birthday and yeah i think <laughs> yeah, i love it when roxy and luke keep bringing theirs out every time we do a pub choice we'll try and see if we can get some photos on the website um but it was very disturbing and helen accuses me of keeping my mask just to have next to my bed because i don't see mark enough and for those of you who don't aren't i mean it's very you know me and mark share a very close relationship uh, in that sense <laughs> what that means no, <laughs> moving <are>. on <laughs> <laughs> Sonia, I mean, it's, it's interesting. So I guess I was going because it's interesting, isn't it? How how like that sounds like. So would you have done that before this, Mark? Yeah, but I mean, not... you be one of your neighbours. But yeah, we we know them all, and there's like a massive neighbours um, WhatsApp group, like eighty people. So from, eight. Like eighty people on our street. It's wow. quite a lot. And but in terms of, we would do it once or twice a year. But we've been doing it once or twice a week. Um, so it's been nice to, to have that change of pace and to get to know people in a time when you're seeing less people and having less chance to meet people. I wonder, Sonia, I know that um, some friends of mine have said that they've felt like the world's got a bit smaller because the way, you know, for example, you might communicate with home is now the same as you would communicate with anyone else. Does it feel any different to you? Um, I reckon, yeah, it does feel in a way the distance that uh, exists between me and my friends back in Italy, it doesn't feel any difference that the distance between me and my friends who are a couple of miles away. Um, so yeah, in a way it's kind of like, I don't know whether my friends in Italy feel closer, uh, it's probably a matter that my friends here feel farther away. It goes without saying that we're going to talk a lot about what our current circumstances are uh, for us all and uh, in you know, the elephant in the room of coronavirus um, but, and how we're kind of helping and doing, helping each other out by keeping in touch and trying to recreate the pub, which, you know, is a base of community uh, and without that, what we're doing instead of. 
Yeah, so now I'm gonna talk to you about my beer of the month and my pub not of the month uh, because obviously I haven't been to any pub in the last month. So uh, the best beer that I had in the last month uh, has been a orange ghost from a brewery called Poyala, which I actually never heard before, uh, but I really liked the bottle when I was shopping from my um, uh, the barn near my house from the from the website, and I thought. Oh, well, let's try it. Uh, it's the kind of beer that I would probably like. I quite like sort of kind of like orangey, fruity beers. And I really loved it. Uh, it was a really, really nice kind of like sour and orangey, but it wasn't too overwhelming in terms of the flavor. It was really nice, um, nicely balanced, and it was very fresh. So I drank it last weekend. And what, and so, can you remind me, what was that called again? It was called uh, Orange Goes. Uh, oh, sorry. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. goes beer. Okay. The brewery Poyala. Ah, that's the word I heard weird. I thought you said paella, and I was just a bit kind of like, huh? No. <laughs> I uh, I still have to try a paella flavored beer. Unfortunately, or fortunately, I mean, if the, the, it's going to happen at some point, they're going to run out of fruits to make beer out of soon, and so it's going to move on to like broccoli <laughs> infused uh, stouts with beef there was that um the they did two beers and i can't remember the brewery that did it but um one was i think yorkshire pudding flavored and the other was like jam tart flavored or something it was meant to be like a sunday roast um thing yeah i can't remember um i kind of don't get the Yorkshire pudding flavor, because mm. I mean, Yorkshire pudding, puddings are great in terms of the texture, mm. but they don't really taste of much. That's the point, that you have to put the gravy or something on it. I'm just going to say, surely it just tastes, of, it, they've made it, it's, it's going to be a stout of some nature, or brown ale, isn't it? And it's just kind of like a dark, gravy-ish beer. Um, yeah, I think it was a brown ale, uh, which generally I think tastes a bit like gravy. I imagine it yeah. just tastes like Bisto in... A doom bar. What? Bisto and doom bar? Yeah, no. You know when you have like, imagine something in your head and in my head for some reason doom bar plus bisto gravy equals Yorkshire pudding. Uh, So this actually quite neatly leads on to my beer which wasn't planned to be this way anyway. Um, But uh, my beer of the month is uh, called Deuce Box. Deuce as in two. Um, So it's by Four Pure. Um, and it is a double IPA version of their Juice Box IPA. Um, and it was very strong. It's 8.3%. Um, and was the first of many craft beer orders that I've made this month. Um, but I was drinking it on the, I think it was last weekend when it was really sunny and having something that strong, but that like very cutting citrusiness, not like the sickly orange that are in some IPAs um, or the smoothie type uh, was very refreshing and also led to me getting quite drunk. Nice. Um, was it 8.5, do you say? 8.3. 8.3. I was just looking at, I, I had a couple of strong beers last night, so I was wondering. Um, I guess, and then, okay, so I was, yeah, going round. So my beer of the month, um, I love this name, is Funk Dungeon. Um, <laughs> which uh, by a brewery called Abbeydale Brewery. Um, and, and, and so this isn't my usual tipple, but it's, it was a sour. Um, so it's kind of like um, really, really, really refreshing. Um, 
just it was absolutely delicious me and helen shared a couple and the cans are really cool as well um yeah so funk dungeon was my beer of the month it was it was amazing and i because i've been getting loads of all i've been getting a lot of my craft beer orders from um the, a local beer shop called the beer shop originally um in hitchin uh which is absolutely delicious um yeah and it, it was really good have i ever you ever heard of abbeydale brewery i haven't but i've just googled them and the brewer that is on uh, the main page has a very satisfyingly long beard okay cool <laughs> talking about um nice um cans they got one uh still from uh pressure uh, pressure drop, uh, drop uh which is a new england ipa and i absolutely nice. love the, the can because it's got a um, manekineko on it so you know the japanese or chinese cat the one that they have yeah. in restaurants quite often um and it's really really uh cute for can so i can't wait to drinking then uh this is not a can that is gonna go for your wedding collection Nick. oh no <laughs> it's gonna go to your own collection is it exactly <laughs> and just to reference that everyone i'm i'm getting married some at some point uh, and we're, <laughs> we're planning our favors um yeah, and it, it involves beer cans. So I'm asking, I've asked pub trotters to collect beer cans. I mean, I've got quite an extensive box that I put in our stories. Did I put No, I don't think I did. I was going to. I'll put it on our stories later. Um, already, so. Right, um, enough of your wedding, I would say. This is still called <laughs> pub trotters. And uh, we should call uh, talk about pubs. So, as I said, I haven't really been in pubs recently, but I'm going to tell you about a couple of pubs. One is the last pub I have been to, and God knows how long for. Um, so the last pub I have been to is actually not in London, uh, is in Bryan, uh, and it's called the Hope and Rowing. And it's a really nice pub because it's one of those pubs that has got a really cool music venue as well. So I went there with uh, Adam Laura, who um, you um, know very well and uh, our listener should know as well because yeah we they'll know Laura podcast is it is Laura and uh, we went to see some Pierre Snake Invasion uh, which is a band of friends um, so it was really nice to go and see them and the pub was really nice because there was live music and uh, their food is uh, vegan though we didn't eat there but um, it was directed on some of the uh, blackboards and so on and it was a really nice lively atmosphere downstairs as well when there wasn't the gig so really really nice pub uh, and i think it's you know that kind of place that i'm quite worried about at the moment mm-hmm. um because um pubs and restaurants are most likely the, la- uh, the last category of um uh, kind of like places and commercial venues that are going to reopen and I think a lot of independent places, whether they are music venues or pubs, or as in this case, both of them, are going to struggle a lot um, from how much they have taken advantage of the furlough scheme. is still not sure how long that is going to run for, uh, whether they can get access to um, some of the loans for self-employed. So I think mm. um, people running pubs do a great thing for the community. And at the moment, um, I'm really kind of worried for them, and I'm sure they're worried as well about what on earth is going to happen. 
The Hope and Ruin um, is an absolutely superb pub. Um, I humble brag. I've I've uh, I've performed in that pub um, when I used to live in Brighton. Um, support uh, was first on for a night where the band the Queers uh, were headlining. We were a, like a nineteen early nineteen nineties punk band. Um, yeah, that pub's amazing. It's really weird because I, 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 lots of these pubs, like you say, have just got like temporarily closed sign. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's on their website. So when you go on them, because I know a lot of them are doing certain bits, um, uh, which we'll talk a bit more about later. Uh, but it is a great pub. And what about you guys, uh, Nick? Any favorite pub recently? Yeah, um, like you say, it's been an odd one, hasn't it? Um, so. Um, I guess I was thinking about this earlier and yeah, I was thinking about, I mean, special shout out to, so obviously since the last uh, podcast, I've moved out of London into the Burbs, uh, which you've all brilliantly came and uh, wetted the head of our new house earlier this year when we were still able to touch each other. Um, <laughs> and then, um, and then, um, yeah, so we went to a pub called the Victoria. So that was actually the last pub I was in before they kind of went into a lockdown. Although I think it was the last we went to that pub with some new friends in Hitchin, and they went did the whole like, oh, stop going to pubs, but pubs you're still expected to make an income situation, which is obviously was obviously ridiculous. Um, and then obviously a week later they just closed all the pubs. Um, so special shout out to that. However, I'm gonna my kind of pub of the month is quite selfishly. Um, a pub called uh, The Bull in a place called Gosmore in in Hertfordshire. Um, it's a really old, brilliant looking pub. We've, I've not actually been there. So the reason I picked it though is, uh, well, we have been there. We had to go and pick up uh, takeaway fish and chips uh, that they were doing on, but they do on Friday nights. Um, and it was absolutely delicious. Um, absolutely superb fish and chips. Um, but also a special shout out to them because as well as kind of doing some still doing some cooked food they're um uh selling like uh small packages of i guess core essentials you know like your milk and they sometimes have flour believe it or not um and dif different things like that as well so i think a lot of pubs are kind of going down that notion um yeah so that's that's, that's my that's my pub of the month Mark, what about you? Have you got a pub of the month or trimester or how long it has been? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I had just picked out the, the, well, rather lazily, the last pub that um, both, well, that I was in, but I was also there with Nick, uh, which is the Free John's in Angel, um, mm. which has a yeah. soft spot in my heart because we both used to work close to there. Uh, used to spend uh, quite a few evenings there. Uh, went on the first date with my girlfriend there, um, so it's you know has a has a place in my heart and almost feels quite um, ironic that it was the last pub that I went to in what is two months now. Um, I, I could not remember what I drank there. Um, all I remember is that we then uh, me and another friend of ours. Um, ended up in the karaoke hall in Dalston, uh, which again is one of those random places. It's a, uh, a drag karaoke bar. Amazing night. Hilarious. Um, a great way to finish. Um, Sounds awesome. Yeah, it was great fun. Um, but, you know, one of those places that you're worried just won't 
will struggle to reopen if this um, carries on too much longer. Um, um, but it was a great laugh. They yeah. always have um, a fantastic selection of beers, mm. um, I find. And they had, I can't remember what it's called now, but they had one of my favourite non-alcoholic beers on tap in there. Um, which I had, I remember that, which I remember having a few points of that night um, as well, as well as like the various other really strong craft beers hmm. that were there. Um, but yeah, it is a good pub. It's well worth going. So I will now be taking us through the beers that we are drinking now. Um, these are obviously going to be very different. Um, we are not drinking the same beer today because that involves the level of. Uh, coordination that I would not want to partake in. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't be asked for that. Uh, so, Sonia, what you drinking? So, I am drinking this Woolbanger I was talking about earlier. So, that's the um, wheat beer that I was talking about from Pressure Drop. And I have to say, the beer is definitely worth the can. Um, it's a really, really nice wheat beer. It's not too... You know, sometimes wheat beers can be almost a bit kind of like um, I don't know how to describe it, uh, a bit as if they had a little bit of residuals inside, like not completely smooth at the mm. drinking. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's just my feeling, but it's how I feel it. Mm. This is really, really nice. It's really kind of like um, light, a bit of spiciness um, at the end. Um, I really, really like it. I would definitely recommend it. Mark, what about you? Uh, so uh, I'm slightly fearful of having to talk about this because uh, I stupidly, which I feel like I've done every time I've been on this podcast, um, tried to talk, uh, pick something that I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce. Um, so I have got a sour from the Stockholm Brewing Company. Um, in, it is a Pankak Stara uh, sour. Hey, come on, you're going to have to show us and we're all going to have to have a go at this. So you pronounce it again, Mark. What did you call it? Pankak Stara. Stara. <laughs> Can you say it? Not very well. It's Not quite very unfair. well, no. Right, Is that I'll, the biggest it's written? Yeah, I'll um I'll copy it into the chat. Oh, don't, don't worry, show it again. We'll make it, we'll take a guess. I actually had some beers um from the uh, brewery when I was I in think... Stockholm. Uh I found a um, very tiny proper kind of like all in the wall um pub um in, in Stockholm and they had a good selection, probably kinda of like 10, 12 beers, which is probably as much as they could possibly fit in that space. And I think they had two or three from, from the Stockholm Brewing, Co Brewing Company, company sorry, um, which I can't really remember because it sounded quite unoriginal as a name, but uh, being in Stockholm, it made it easier to memorize. So how is this beer? It's tasty. So the, the word that none of us seem to be able to uh, pronounce uh, which I've now pasted for everyone to have a try. Um, it means pancake in Swedish. I so thought this, it um, So this is a Swedish classic dessert reinvented as a fruity beer. Um, it's actually very drinkable. Um, <laughs> don't pull that it's face. It's sweet. Sorry, yeah, uh, I'm pulling no, the face. Is it so sweet? It's a sour. It's maybe not as sour as I'd like. Okay. It's not very tart, but... Um, so it's got lactose in it, which makes it quite creamy. So it does actually taste very like strawberries and or blueberries and cream. Um, blueberries and, and cream. Yeah. Which, is that a thing? Don't know. I mean, uh, I know, I know it is a thing. Like it tastes nice, but I've never heard like strawberries and cream is what you hear people say. 
Yeah, no, I, I don't know why I went blueberries and cream, but uh, in my head, it's a natural thing that you would, a dessert that you would have on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, um, and the reason I picked it is that, well, as I alluded to, we've been ordering randomly large amounts of beer, um, and it has a very humorous can uh, with foxes eating pancakes. Oh, wow, cool. Well, we'll put that on the thing. So I'm going to, I'm going to, if, if I try to pronounce this, then yourself, Sonia, pancakestrata. Right, I'll give it a go. Pancak starter. Yeah, see, I feel like you. That's not too bad. That, yeah, I mean, pancake flavored beers just sounds ridiculous. I'm not, it's, I mean, uh, I think it's pancake inspired. It's... Pancakes. Yeah, is that what I said? Yeah, okay. I mean, we're all fairly pretentious because we drink craft beer anyway, but um, that's 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 a whole other level. Pancake. Uh, have you got any pancake infused beers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, sorry. <laughs> All right, uh, enough of taking a piss out of my beer. What are you drinking, Nick, so I can mock you? I am drinking, which has literally just arrived, fresh from Crafty's Beer Shop in Letchworth Garden City's Taps. Uh, I just They just That's delivered the, a growler for me of uh, Siren, is it Siren Brewery? Uh, Siren Craft Brews Undercurrent, which I think you've probably all had at some yeah. point. Yeah. You, you, it's fairly common beer. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's more, I guess I more want to give a shout out to Crafties. I've been ordering beer from them almost every Saturday since lockdown. Um, and there are quite a few places doing that if people have a look around. Because um, obviously places are wanting to sell the beer they have in kegs and casks because it will go off if they can't shift it uh, over a period of time. Um, but yeah, I mean, Black Current, Black uh, Undercurrent is a very, it's... Um, I don't know. It's it's a is it a pale ale? I can't remember. It feels like or maybe an IPA. It's it's refreshing. It's pretty basic. Um, it would it's not kind of a one I go to for a, a really fancy beer, but it's a it's a good day drinker of like I'll have a couple of those. It's it's you know it's not too because I find like the like that pancake strata. Um, I've I imagine and similar to the wall banger which I've had, they're really nice, but I wouldn't want to drink like four or five of them in a row. Um. Yeah, so no, it's that I could not drink more than what a can of this in a. It's yeah, just exactly. too much. Um, but yeah, no, it's delicious. It's just really nice having fresh beer. I guess that's one of the things I miss about pubs as well. Is it, it does things do taste slightly different coming out of a tap than they do from the can. Yeah, I think yeah. that's probably what I miss the most. Uh, and also, no matter how much you try, you can't get it quite as cold and refreshing. Um, mm. To the point last week where I forgot about a beer. Ended up opening it up and wondered why it tasted lumpy, only to realise that I'd left it in the freezer too long, trying to make it cold. And the oh, lumps no. were ice. <laughs> yeah, I think we've all been there, haven't we? And then every, every all your food in that drawer tastes of that beer or whatever for the next, until you've eaten it all and cleaned the freezer. We could just yeah. clean the freezer. I mean, I, I do it the other way around. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm drinking. Well, I will point out that I was drinking Amstel. This has just literally arrived, and not—I I guess that was what we've been bulk buying. Uh, me and Helen is in terms of supermarket purchases is a is a very basic, good value for money lager because um, it can be expensive buying these craft beers all the time uh, mm. when you're at home. I'm actually spending um, a lot less on beer, despite the fact that I currently under our kitchen table have about. 60 to 70 cans yeah how many um, have you got left uh i i had more delivered yesterday and i've got uh, another delivery coming at some point this week 
Sonia, what are you? How are you getting your beer fix? Like, where are you getting your orders from? You mentioned, uh, you, like, who are you getting yours from? Well, I have some exciting news about this. My beer fifty two delivery has arrived literally <laughs> as we were talking. I got a text. <laughs> it means that it is downstairs waiting for me, and I'm so excited. Although um, uh, I only have a beer fifty two coming every, I don't know two months, whatever you can set as the um, lowest frequency, and I've been ordering my beer from my beloved uh, local, which is called uh, Bottle Bottle Bar and Shop. Um, okay, moving on to potentially my favourite part of the uh, podcast. It's the beer and pub news. Um, so obviously every time we do a section, we, co- we all come with a nugget, if you will, of a, a story that we have scoured the interweb for you all um, because maybe you just couldn't be bothered to do it yourself um, <laughs> to share um, a story with you about beer or the pub world. It could be funny, it might be interesting. It might be both. Um, so I'm going to ask Mark to go first, if that's all right. Mark, what have you got for us this? I would, I was, I'm going to say, I was going to say month because we were doing this monthly. It's been a while, we know. But let's just keep using that language. What have you got for us this month, Mark? Yep. So um, I found an article. Of, well, I actually read this a few days ago, but um, there was an article uh, about two men. So a guy who has just moved into a flat in London um, above a bar um, and the other housemate I believe owns the bar Um, and the article um, in joyous evening standard fluff style is about how they're bonding over the fact that they've got all this beer to drink in this bar during lockdown because obviously they can't serve it um, and now they're best of friends or bonding or bonding Uh, I don't (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not not romantically bonding, um, okay. which I assume was the finger and the other finger that you were doing. Yeah, my amazing language, hand language skills. Dictate, no, it yeah. just seems to be that, you know, they're becoming yeah. friends over a shit ton of free beer, which, you know, I can think of worse things to do when um, the economy is going to hell and everyone else is. I mean, if I'm pissed, I'm friends with anyone. <laughs> but, you know. I don't know about you Sarah. it's one of those things it's, when this is all over and they get to go into the outside world they're going to discover that actually they hate each other one of them's like a white supremacist and the other one kind of is um, you know doesn't actually drink and has been throwing away the booze just to make friends because they know they're stuck together <laughs> um, there would be an irony if they found this but where, where, where was this Mark do you know the name of the so pub it says in London I don't think it specifies what the name of the pub is uh, no, it does. It's actually really close to me. It's called The Prince in Stoke Newington. I mean, that is very cute. Um, and it's nice to see these happy stories, I guess, isn't it? In this sort of, these sorts of times like that. But so it's just, so we obviously didn't know each other before and it's just a case of like... Yeah, and there's a photo of them playing crazy golf with the um, chairs and stuff. I'm quite tempted, given that now I know it's quite close, just to go and knock on the door and see if I could ask them to pour me a beer. <laughs> Yeah. Or, you know, see if they want another housemate, I can sleep on the floor. I can sleep in one room, I'll, I'll hide. Um, brilliant. That is a very nice story. Thank you, Mark. Uh, Sonia, what have you come with uh, to this month? So I got um, something that is actually um, a really nice thing that uh, Broccoli Brewery are doing. So I live in Capford, so uh, Broccoli Brewery is literally uh, from me. 
And um, as many breweries at the moment were doing deliveries, they deliver both their normal kind of bottled and uh, canned beers, but they're also delivering cakes, I believe. And um, they have started this initiative, which is called uh, Broccoli Brewery Bean for Bean Men. Uh, I, would add, I will probably add Bean Women as well, uh, just not to be uh, gender specific. And basically, it means that people can buy two beers for fiver, um, and uh, basically, Broccoli Brewery will match uh, funds up to 200 a month uh, for the uh, local beat men and women, um, who obviously are kind of doing uh, an amazing job at the moment, keeping mm. um, the area and our streets cleaned at the time when going around and collecting. Uh, rubbish and you know kind of like touching stuff uh, that has been in people's houses is clearly mm. not the safest thing to do and probably they're not celebrated enough um, so I think providing some uh, financial help uh, at this time of need is something really really nice to do from Broccoli Brewery who I'm sure will need some help as well instead of giving money away so I think it's a really really lovely thing that they're doing and what about uh, Oh yeah, I was just saying that is a lovely story, um, and really nice to hear. They, they also do great beer. I remember drinking their beer at a beer festival somewhere. Um, yeah, good. Uh, my story. Um, so, what have I found this week? So, it's, it's an interesting one, I guess. I, I have conflicting feelings about it. Um, <clears throat> but uh, so, this is in um, a pub called the Pittsmore Hotel in Sheffield. Um, and basically, pub customers hid in cupboards during a raid. Uh, so you may or may not know, you know, some pubs are still trying to open or have kind of, uh, you know, or do things either to, I hope it's not to sell money, but or to, just to make money, but just because people need to go to the pub. Um, but it kind of like police found drinkers hiding in cupboards when they raided a pub, breaking coronavirus lockdown regulations. Um, after members of the public said it was still serving customers, which is obviously not cool. Like, it, it, you know, I'm not, I, I personally, this is not commenting for everyone else on the podcast, but like, it's, it's just breaks the whole idea of trying to help the NHS and people working there and the ripple effect from that as well. So it's not cool that they're doing it. But, you know, I, I guess at the, from the other side of it, I did find it quite funny that um, they found people hiding in cupboards. So, uh, Great quote from it is, uh, John O'Malley, liquor licensing manager at South Yorkshire Police, said, on Friday night, officers attended the premises and found a number of people hiding in cupboards. The pub was clearly still open for business. What makes this more significant is that the license holder has already been served a probation notice for doing this already at another pub. It's just like, unbelievable. Um, the tenacity to kind of just be, I mean... I don't know if I could fit in a cupboard in a panic. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you. That was my gut feeling. Like, how big are the cupboards? Because, you know, yeah. uh, or are they, t you know, who are these people who can fit in a cupboard in a pub? Or how big are the cupboards in the pub? Yeah, and I don't know, it's, it's nothing to do with cupboards, to be honest, but it made me think <laughs> of Shaun of the Dead. You know, mm. at the end, when they decide <laughs> that the only place where they can hide themselves from the zombies is the pub. So it's kind of like, it made me feel of that sort of atmosphere, and I could definitely see a kind of like film about um, the lockdown with um, 
you know, can I that kind of vibe with people can I hide in pubs and trying to protect themselves with beer, so whatever kind of beer uh, special uh, medicine they, med they managed to create. So yeah, quite, quite funny, as you say, is not the right thing to do, but the news itself sounds quite funny. Yeah, and I just, I, I, go on, Mark. I was just going to say, on that note, um, uh, what I thought was quite uh, heartwarming was seeing Simon Pegg and Nick, I can't remember his name, the guy, Frost. the other guy, yeah, Nick Frost, um, at the beginning of this, during uh, the skit from that where they're saying, you know, well, the whole world's going to hell, let's go to the Winchester, where they're doing the opposite and saying, let's, you know, the whole world's going to hell, don't go to the Winchester, stay at home, don't go to the pub. Um, it's quite nice to go. see people using comedy to to lighten things. Yeah, and thanks for that fantastic rendition of their video. Um, so, listeners, if you've heard that, you don't need to watch it now. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> uh, Simon Pegg, if you're looking for extras in future movies or future ah. stay-at-home skits, this guy, <laughs> generic bearded man number four, <laughs> is the role I would like to go after. Um, and would look number at home in, in, yeah, number four. Like, I'm not going to have any lines if it's in a car. I've got number three. Yeah. <laughs> um, and number four is not going to have any lines or any responsibilities. He's just going to have to sit there, play with his beard a bit, and drink the the beer that will hopefully be flowing. Because you know, if I'm not at home in a pub scene, I don't know where I am. Um, it is worth I'm, a watch. It is very yeah. fun, as you say. Um, okay, so uh, so. Thank you everyone for your wonderful pub and beer related news. So a special feature we're going to do um, this month as well, and depending on how long this all goes on for, um, we'll do it every month because um, it's important, is a special beer and pub shout out section uh, during coronavirus. So this is a section of this kind of like news, but also did you knows of things that beer and pub related uh, organizations industry people are doing um that you could maybe be involved in to help them out or just enjoy yourself just look after yourselves got something that is not that um kind of dissimilar in that um is uh beer oak uh which are uh supporting hospitality action so basically uh what we're doing is that um they are donating one pound uh for every order uh and uh that pound would go to the hospitality support alliance um which is uh, a campaign that has been put together to support those who work in the hospitality sector so that could be pubs restaurants bars who are struggling to make ends meet uh because of the current situation so i think it's a really really important thing because we all um love pubs uh, we love going out, we love seeing our friends and um, quite often, I don't know, at least personally, I look at people working in pubs and in restaurants and I think, oh my God, I would love to do that job, kind of like, you know, being surrounded by people, um, basically kind of like joining the stuff that you like to do with your job. Yeah, uh, it's great so that they're doing that as well. Go on, Mark. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I have a list of things that I would spiel up. Um, the first is a, uh, I think all of us have struggled to understand how we can get beer um, in this time or to get stuff from pubs or understand what pubs are open. 
Um, the only play or the most reliable place I've found this is a place called Beer Is Here, which Nick will post on uh, the socials. Um, but the other thing that I've found is just most pubs or venues or restaurants now have social media of some kind, and they're quite a easy way to find out if places are open and to you know to check out how you can support them. Um, the other uh, couple, so the first one is the Bohemia in Finchley, uh, which is run by London Brewing Company. Um, they are swapping beer for donations. Um, those donations are going to um, organisations that are supporting PPE for hospital workers or the London Food Bank. And the final one that I'm going to rattle through is 40 Foot Brewery, um, who are local to me. Uh, when you order from their online thing, they're also doing mini cakes, which I'm very tempted to buy. Um, but they're more importantly doing, um, you can donate £5 uh, for a beer tab for NHS workers at their tap room nice. uh, when this is over. And they will match every donation pound to pound. So, um, yeah, I know it might seem a long way away, but it's nice to know that places are looking out for um, NHS workers when this is over. Nice, thanks. Well, I, I feel like NHS workers are going to be inundated and just get be smashed. And I, I like the when this is over um, uh, kind of mentality of it as well. But yeah, imagine it's kind of all these great things. And then NHS workers are going to be like, right, I've, I've, I've got all this tap money behind the tap, behind the bar in your tap room. <laughs> um, I'll take all awesome. this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think if I know any NHS workers. Um, anyway, um, so uh, um, and just to follow on for some of that as well. Um, and then lastly, just to raise your attention to an, or uh, an organization called Long Live the Local, who have been going long before this. Uh, but on the length of March, they did uh, a camp, they finished a campaign to ensure that the Chancellor announced uh, a duty freeze on beer. Um, and which is great work that they do and they're currently in the process of i guess organizing to do something else to help the community but they're a great organization to look at and maybe support now so yeah that, that that's our, that was our monthly i guess what we need to think of a catchy name for this i've got on my notes i've just got special covid stuff shout outs which isn't doesn't really have a ring to it i don't know what you think although i'm not good at coming up with names so i think <laughs> i need to reflect and probably have a couple more beers before I find some inspiration. <laughs> Brilliant. We'll, we'll take in later. Carnival of Kindness. So not all of this is Nice, nice. We'll market test that, Mark. Um, so what's everyone up to the rest of the day now before we finish up? Sonia? I'm going to go for my uh, str evening stroll. Um, and nice. it's quite sunny, so I'm going to enjoy it. Um, I've got a big hill near my, near my house. Um, with an amazing view of London. So I really like walking up that hill and then going down with a view of London. Yeah. And what about you, Mark? Uh, I think I'm going to make a spag ball after this, which seems um, a very sensible thing to do. The, the problem with stuff like that is it needs a long time to gestate, which means that I then get carried away with drinking and forget how long it's been there. Um, but <laughs> hopefully I'll actually uh, produce um, spag ball at the end of it. Nice. Um, so we are having a date night tonight. Um, uh, yes, yeah, so we, we've uh, Helen's been smashing out the sourdough in the last couple of weeks, so we just have a constant sourdough starter on the go. So we're going to make sourdough pizza. Um, so we're very excited about that. 
so that's it for this week, uh, this month, week, uh, can't do this weekly, um, month. Um, thank you everyone for joining. Um, and we will be seeing you. We're going to do this monthly again now. Um, please check us out on all our social media, uh, hashtag pub trotters, hashtag pubcast, uh, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you know, all the usual places. Um, and yeah, we will see you next month. Bye, Mark. Bye, Sonia. <laughs> Bye, Nick. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. If we could do that every month, brilliant. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please check out our other podcasts as well. And uh, yeah, happy pubbing in the future. Bye. Bye. Bye.